We're floating like butterflies and stinging like bees. Rumble, you badass jet pilots, rumble. Hi, welcome to the Wingman Show. My name is Drew Brown. We hope to inspire, entertain, and learn something so we can all make this world a better place for our children. I'd like to introduce to you somebody who's my friend, my wingman, my main man, and I have a wingman watching my back, Dr. Paul Thompson. Hey, Paul, what's happening? Oh, not much. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul Thompson, and you just heard from Mr. Drew Brown, Dark Gable. He's the American dream. He's the man, the myth, the legend, the pilot's pilot, the role model's role model, and most importantly, his royal fullness. How are you doing today, Mr. Dark Gable? I'm doing great, and I'm glad I'm full of knowledge, Paul. I'm glad I'm full of knowledge. Well, we're going to have a great show right now. Check this out. Dr. Paul, Dr. Paul, we have a wingman story today. Yes, we do. It's a great one. Remember I told you about Stax? Uh-huh. Stax is like $1,000? Yes. This wingman story's got plenty stacks in them. Yep. Got plenty stacks in it. All right. So let's start this off. Santa Claus came and visited you. And you got something. Yes. Something that actually pertains to our show, our last show last yes. week. Yes. Yeah. I was just thinking about it. I finally got a sous vide. S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. Not S-U-E, S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. And it was a gift. Came from Costco. Well, it didn't come from Costco. I take it back. It came from uh, through Amazon. It was a pre-Christmas gift from our son. So I took it out of the box and figured it out pretty easy and used it for the first time. What did I do? I did uh, salmon. Did some salmon. It was already sealed, seasoned, you know, for about a week or so or maybe a little less, stuck it in there, did it for about two hours, took it out, seared it, and I got to say, it came out perfect. It came out perfect. And the important thing is my, my son mentioned it before you did, so he wants everybody to know that he was the one that said it before you. He said, yeah, you got to get it from him. Yeah, he well, was. I have a surprise for you. What's that? That sous vide came from me. Oh, did it? Yes, it did. I didn't know that. It was just addressed to me. No, it said Paul and Kim Thompson. It, it, that Subi came from Katrina and I. Oh, Santa I appreciate that. I didn't know that. This How about true. that? This is, this, is, this is live. This is not prearranged. I didn't know. I thought he did. He, <laughs> he thought he did, too. I said, I said thanks. And uh, then something else came with it. Okay, now I'm getting it. Because then this, this other uh, plastic piece came that you put right. the thing in. I asked right. him about that. I said, what is this? He said, oh, it looks like you can put the sous vide in. And he kind of implied that he said it, so, but he wasn't well, 100%. I mean, if you were giving him that credit, I'd take it too if I was him. <laughs> okay. All right. He can he could see it when he sees the show. He can keep the credit of telling you about it, but yes, that sous vide came from Santa Claus. Okay, Santa, thank you very much. Or anytime. You know, I'm going to sue. Guess what I'm going to have for um, Christmas dinner i'm gonna sous vide some wagyu hamburgers how about that you know that wagyu beef that expensive beef i've heard of it yes that's, I'm that's just like for princes and potentates and stuff you know yes i guess so yeah 
guess what? You see my T-shirt right here? Yep. It says educated, motivated, and vaccinated if, if it shows on YouTube and when we show this on the video. Well, I have that. That first word is educated because guess what, Dr. Paul? The top 20 colleges in the country are now requiring boosters because Omicron is starting to kill people again right now at the rate of 1400 apiece. And it's starting to get weird because a certain type of people are dying. Number one, they're elderly. Number two, they're uneducated. And in Africa, they threw away a million vaccines because people are scared to take the vaccine. This is getting real, real dangerous. And now they're saying everybody's going to get it. Whether you die from it or not is the question. They're coming out with a pill that you're supposed to be able to take. But the, the problem is there's a certain type of people that are almost eliminating themselves from the face of the earth. If you go to New York, guess what? No Broadway shows. They're done. The NHL just pulled out of the Olympics. This is some serious things, Dr. Paul. And yeah. it's I walk in where I walk in the South here. People are still not wearing masks. I'm masked up, boosted up and everything up. I do not want to get sick and I do not want to die. What the hell is wrong with people? I don't know. You know, I was out. I was out yesterday doing a lot of stuff. And inside the stores, the two that I went to, I'd say two thirds of the people did have masks. So a lot did a lot. You know, it's about half and half. Uh, you know, I don't particularly like wearing the mask either. But as soon as I get out of my car, I don't have it in the parking lot as soon as i get near people i throw it on and it's okay fine i i see no problem with that some would say well it doesn't help that much if it helps a little bit i think it's fine it's not a big deal i keep two with me uh some people are going to do what they're going to do yesterday as i was coming back i saw this uh this large group of people outside and i thought they were like interviewing or for a job or something like that and it was testing they all look like young folks going to work for google but they were obviously trying to travel and getting tested to some special testing thing to see if they can get on a plane or go somewhere or maybe hopefully not infect somebody because they were younger people. So there are younger people, I think, who do have a conscience. Everybody's not selfish, uh, but there are a lot of dumb folks. And the, the question is, Dr. Paul, how we have to live with them, because that's the truth. And, you know, we're now both grandparents and we have a little bit of time on the planet and we look at things a lot differently. And instead of being angry and mad at these people, I have to now learn how to live with people that I don't agree with. And some people that are actually trying to cause me harm, like we did in Harlem when we were growing up. You know, you just had to be careful of certain True. people and certain things. And it seems like I have to go back in that mode again right now. Right. And you know, this educated part is just amazing. The top 20 colleges are not asking for vaccinations. They want boosters. Right. This is not a joke. And it just amazes me. But I'll tell you this. I just went down to New Orleans to see my granddaughter and my daughter and my ex-wife, Katrina, and I went to go see them all. Um, they had a great uh, time there, but people were getting sick down there. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad we were able to get back safe and sound, but I, I don't want to die from this. So it's just the big thing is, you know what? If you're out there and you're listening and you, you're frustrated, don't be just mask up, boost up and do what 
you can every day to just right. still be happy. Don't you agree? I agree. You know, and part of the thing of doing things every day is, you know, looking for a miracle cure. But if your health is bad because of bad habits, this is a good time to change some of those habits. That's yeah, correct. Is coming up, you know, if you're obese or you messed up, you know, get get moving, get breathing, break a sweat now and then. Will that help you? It can't hurt. No, it will help you. Um, doesn't exercise boost immune system, and that's yes. what you need to fight this. Yes, yeah. Get off the couch and start eating right. Yeah, eat right, or at a minimum, eat better. <laughs> <laughs> Try. Oh my goodness, that's a trip. Well, guess what's happening in India, which you know we flew to a lot when we flew at FedEx. Mm-hmm. We flew to India, and it was quite an experience every time I went there. And I will tell you this. There's some of the nicest, kindest people that I've met traveling the world. They truly are. But some of the more educated women are now being scammed by not Harvard and Yale, but people pretending to be these Ivy League colleges. And they're setting them up. They're getting their information like they're getting jobs. They're going to move them from India. And these are top quality, um, high profile women in India. And they're scamming them. You read something about that? Yeah, I did. And they're uh, they're like all broad broadcasters, big time broadcasters provided uh, saying that they want them to come to lecture at Harvard. And uh, they've got this job, these positions that they never even applied for, but they heard about them. And I guess they're fairly famous. And they, they're like they're luring them, but something kind of tips them off and they find out that it's just a scam. They're not trying to get any money out of them, which is strange. Very it seems strange. like it's more of a, a harassment thing. They're just being harassed yes. heavily. And I guess that can happen to, to all of us now, more so. It seems to be some political kind of thing behind it. And it seems to be coming from within India. It is very strange, though. But what the, the real thing I wanted to tell you about is you've seen the poverty in India. You've seen the caste system in India. And they are prayed. A lot of people there want to come here to America. A lot of people see the freedoms that we have here in this country. And so they seem to easy prey you know, basically all over the world for things like this. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, because, on a, you know, computer-wise, sometimes it's, it's getting harder and harder to tell legitimate stuff from scam artists because they're so good. They can duplicate. Oh, yeah. Really the well. next- sometimes they're giveaways, Dr. but sometimes they're not. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Paul, I believe the next wars are not going to be um, with bombs and guns. It's going to be shutting down everything you have. It'll be cyber. Yeah. Yes. You know, all of a sudden your bank doesn't have any money in it. All of a sudden your electricity is gone for two weeks. All of a sudden, all your computer systems, all your things are done. You don't need bombs and bullets. Right. Because you you basically destroyed destroyed it without bombs and bullets. I need the point is to destroy it. I've destroyed it. I've stopped it. It's paralyzed. That's right. They stopped the food chain. No doubt about it. Did you hear about this thing called the Havandrome? The Havana? That certain CIA people had when they were, I oh, guess, yeah. stationed in Cuba. Yeah, and those sonic they're weapons. they're talking about it now. A Russian, something they're blaming it on Russia, some sort of electronic thing that has actually affected these people's brains. 
I'd heard about it's that. It's actually called the Havana syndrome. Yeah, it happened in Havana. I think it happened in Moscow, Shanghai, and two or three other places. It must be some portable unit. And they seem to always be like State Department people. Yes. Didn't affect any 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 FedEx pilots or anything like that. No, none of us. <laughs> it's probably immune. Well, you know, being grandparents now also. You told me about your grandson, Grayson, is not really allowed to play those video games. Well, guess what? Most children are, and they're not playing basketball anymore, and they're not playing baseball and soccer, and they're not playing kick the can. They're now playing sophisticated Xbox and uh, games that are so realistic and basically very violent, to be honest with you. I don't know if you've seen it or kept up with it, but it's extremely violent and graphic. And what's happened is because of the pandemic, now people had to stay indoors. These kids are not only, you know, they were regressing before this because in the public schools now, they're taking away money from PE, from physical education. And this is a big, big problem because if you don't, if you don't develop yourself as a young person, physically, mentally, socially, that's why I don't believe in, um, at home school, schooling at home, not because of the education part, but part. You have to learn how to get along with people in this world. And I think when you when you get educated at home, you're missing that part. And you yes. might be very smart, but it's very hard out in the world if you don't know how to get along with people. What do you think about this Xbox thing? Because and these scammers are now hoarding them and they're going for big bucks. Yeah, I guess, well, I'm from an older generation, so I don't relate to those things too well. But, uh, you know, your, your average gamer, your average big-time gamer is probably in their, in their 40s right now. It's not, it's not just the youth. This is really youth to middle age. And uh, if you like it, you'll like it. But it's a, it's a power unto itself. I guess South Korea has got the, the, the best or the greatest number of gamers in the world. And, you know, how do you, some are, are leaving school, they're dropping out of school to be full-time gamers. I guess you can make money uh, if you're like one of the top people, but they're just a few. There is a university in, in Seoul that I think takes just a small number of these gamers and propels them through life. I guess they end up on TV shows, can make lots of money. Well, but you can. They have million dollar, you know, it's a million and two million dollars on trophies now. They're, they're big prize money in gaming. Yeah. But didn't you tell me a story about something that happened to you when you were a juror? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Memphis, long long time ago. Yeah. Gaming? Yeah. There was a, it was a, I was a foreman on a, a jury is a murder trial death penalty case, serious business. And there's some testimony that I, I never forget. This was, this was more than 20 years ago, more than two decades ago. But at the time, during part of the closing arguments, just before the closing arguments, the prosecuting attorney was talking about this murder suspect. Actually, he was a murderer. This murder suspect on how callous he was in the killing of the uh, uh, the manager of the store. It was a TGI Fridays, actually, which is gone now, but it was a TGI Fridays on Winchester. 
And he said, you know, this man did this, he did that. And after the killing, they went home and they played Nintendo. And then the kid on the stand, he's still on the stand, and he interrupts the lawyer and says, no, not Nintendo, Super Nintendo. <laughs> Nobody, this is true. Nobody says anything. The judge doesn't say anything. The lawyer, lawyer, you know, kind of threw him. And he just like ignored it. But it was important in this murderer's mind to make sure the jury knew that he was up in the scale and he didn't have a Nintendo game. He had a Super Nintendo game while he's being tried for murder, of which he was found guilty. This stuff, this is true. I'm not making this up. Never forget it. Uh, does that mean Nintendo's bad or Super Nintendo's bad? No, but the importance we put on these things, you know, is through the roof. It's that's amazing. That's just you know, I had I remember Commodore 64, and that goes way back, and it took about 10 minutes to load each game, and there was this game called Raid Over Moscow. So I understand about getting hooked because I don't know what happened, but I had to win this game and it must have took two or three months. I used to go run up to Drew's room and load it up and there were no instructions. So I used to like die right away beginning and I just kept going and going until I won. And, you know, it was kind of funny after I blew up Moscow, after I completed the game, I never played it again. So that's the end of it. And it's I'm not good at it. And that Madden. Man, that's, I mean, people are seriously hooked to that. And yes. NBA, they're seriously hooked to that. Yeah, man's been out a long time. And to those who are watching from Russia or Moscow, this is, this is just a game. We're just, we're just playing. No offenses. And yeah, it could have been right. It could have been right over Colorado. Yep. It, right. it, it didn't matter. It right. had nothing to do with my Russian friends because I'm actually half Russian. My mother oh, okay. is Russian. Yes. My grandparents are from Russia. Rukachev, Russia, actually. Okay. So that which was a small Jewish town in Russia, and they ran to America um, for freedom. So, okay. you know, and, and, it, and it, it could have been Tennessee. You know, there is a Moscow, Tennessee. I know. I had land in Moscow. See, oh, really? honest to God, I owned 150 acres. Oh, really? I promise okay. you. And this is more of a trip. Honest to God, they, they um, leased from me. And I'm not saying anything, but I had a white guy picking cotton on my land. Okay. What else was grown there? That was it. Cotton. He grew cotton. So he planted it and picked it. It was kind of ironic and it was kind of a little funny joke. <laughs> okay. And my anyway, remember you were talking about the judge or, you know, your law trial, your murder yeah. trial. Yes. I hope you didn't have a judge like this because a judge in Louisiana, and I'm only bringing this up. It, it doesn't really blow me away that ignorant people say ignorant things. But this judge, I guess outside her window, uh, two black guys were robbing her car, or, you know, doing something, breaking in her car. And the anyway, house. they got her on video yelling, nigger, nigger, nigger just screaming it, and then a male voice saying, get the gun, it's serious. And um, the reason I'm only bringing this up is because she said the only reason she said it is because they gave her a sedative. I don't think I would even report it unless she didn't say something that stupid. That's why I don't want her on the bench. 
she shouldn't be there because she's a racist, but use that excuse to be a judge that she had a set of, you told me somebody else said that. Yeah. Wasn't it the uh, comedian, comedian Roseanne Barr some years ago that uh, said a number of things. I forgot what the specific of it, but it was a big deal. And she blamed it on Ambien. You know, Ambien. Yeah. Sleep, (laughs) sleep thing. Uh And it's rather interesting. And then Ambien came out with things. So, well, yeah, Ambien does have some side effects, but it's probably not going to make you a racist. <laughs> they came out with a public statement saying that, huh? Yeah, some years ago. So something about sl- sleep and disorder, I I don't understand. It's it's uh, it's kind of fun. You know, as far as the judge goes, okay, fine. Now, I think that with her case, they're also reviewing cases she's ruled on and things she's been involved with for like the last 25 years. 100%. If it was me, I'd do the same a thing. A lot of people are getting off because of this ignorant fool. Probably so. Probably so. 100%. Because so. yeah. you know there was some bias somewhere. Yeah, right. How much? Yes. Well, you think that was dumb. I don't think there was. Oh, this is the dumb one of the week, I think, Doc. There's a guy in Florida, and he's comparing himself to Rosa Parks, our great Rosa Parks, who he is like the Jackie Robinson, who's, you know, or Jackie Robinson is like the Rosa Parks, actually. These are breaking historic people that broke through barriers that were incredible. Well, this guy is comparing himself to our Rosa Parks because <laughs> he got kicked off a United Airlines flight for wearing a woman's thong as a mask. Please comment. He's not the first one. To, first of all, he's not the first one to do that. It's the Rosa Parks part that, that's it's new. Other folks right. have done that. You know, they're, they're, uh, in fact, a, fr- a friend of mine is a physician, said he saw a guy with a thong over his face at a, at a Kroger's grocery store like a, about a year ago or so, a couple of years ago when it first came on. He mm-hmm. was looking at him. Again, sometimes people do these. This is done out of mockery. I think in this case is to get attention. You know, some guy, you know, who everybody thinks all kinds of things. Most of the time that Rosa Parks thing is really said not in honor, but it's actually kind of a, a, it's a shady thing in the sense of mockery, really. They're, they're not serious about either of the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I looked at the pictures of the guy in the 30s. There's, there's a, a group of people of adults who's, who are really any age, but there's a lot of groups in, in their 30s now who were raised to feel that the world literally revolved around them. And if things didn't go that way, things are going to really, really, really bad. And this pandemic really, really shows that. Unfortunately. Yes. You see it in a lot of things, a lot of spoiled brats, but the spoiled brats are like, you know, 37, 38, 40, 44, and 42. But, you know, if a spoiled child is never corrected, spoiled child gets to be a big child. Uh, Yeah. Okay. He's uh he was a martyr. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, the, the 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 culture celebrates ignorance, and he might. Well, that's the Beavis and Butthead thing. You know why they celebrate ignorance? Because it's easy to be stupid. It's yeah. like you know they're hanging around with a white t shirt, sunglasses. Uh, you got a piece on your 
inside your jeans and you cross your arms like this in your heart. You don't have to say nothing. You don't have to say a word. So that's easy. It's hard to be a mathematician. It's hard to go to physics. Right. It's right. hard to do things like that. Right. It's hard to fly jets. Yeah. But, you know, you, let me ask you a quick question. Now, you, you went to California recently, I assume by air. Were there any onboard incidents? No, but no, but I just saw one on TV. Lord have mercy. They're fighting cops now. I've seen that. Yeah, it was ugly in the the airport. Yes. Yes. You know, Lord have mercy. I don't know. He had to pull out his gun. He pulled out his gun on these guys. It was it's ugly. It's ugly. How about this, though, Doc? You know, I have four Great Danes, and I have, Drew told me about this thing called an air tag, and you put it on, it, you know, you put it on your dog's collar, and it will track it. It has GPS on it, basically, okay? And they're pretty good, actually, but I don't know if they're meant for dogs, but they, they work. Basically, right. will tell you where it's going and where it's been. But only one person can be assigned to that air tag. So Katrina is assigned to these dogs, right? So when they come with me in the truck and we go riding around, I get all these notifications that I have air tags with me on my phone. Meaning that Apple is letting me know that an air tag is somewhere around me, okay, that I did not have. So guess what? Thieves are starting to use these air tags as, and I thought of this a long time ago, rapists, thieves, all these people could just drop an air tag in your purse, drop it in your car, and they know exactly where you are all the time. If you get this notice on your phone, you know what the hell it is. Right. right. What's, What's the distance? How far can they track you? You know? Oh, miles, miles. It's a real GPS. Okay. I don't know the exact number, but it's it's a long distance. It's for your keys. You know, you lost your keys. Or you left your keys at the office mm-hmm. or you left your computer. You know, you keep it in your computer bag or something like this. Or if you want to get someone's car, you just stick it under somewhere. And Yes. Yeah. Throw it in the car. Well, that's how they found. That's how this story started. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good way to murder people, too. I remember watching the end of... Uh, uh, Scarface, Scarface with Al Pacino. There's a oh, course, great course great movie. when he's, you know, he's doing something with the Colombian drug folks and they got to kill some official in New York and they're, behind. Oh yeah. yeah. They stick something on the car. You guys got the thing and guy, give me a little closer, a little closer. And he, yes, he picks up the UN. you know, he picks up the family. He don't want to blow up the whole family. Right. And then they're arguing, do it, do it, do it, do it. They don't do it. But he had this little this cryptic box. But now maybe you can do that. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I love that movie, Scarface. My favorite line is when Pacino was talking to that sheriff or that cop, the bad cop. And he was like, man, please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. And Pacino said, I ain't going to shoot you, man. And he looked and said, shoot that piece of chit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, that's not that Apple thing. I got a good comment for Apple. Actually, I'm stealing it from me to know. But did you see Tom Brady break that Microsoft um, tablet? Yes. He lost nine to zero. And I don't think he's been shut out 
in years, in years. And he smashed that bad boy and need to know said, Ooh, good iPhone, a good um, iPhone. No, not I- iPad, iPad, a good iPad commercial. Yeah. Can an iPad take that abuse? <laughs> Maybe, you're good. Maybe you're good. I don't have an iPad. Well, you know, a lot of the NFL now, you don't? No, I don't have oh, one. iPads are great. I, I love iPads. Yeah. You can get them at Costco, too, now. And, you know, I'm riding my Peloton, so I don't need that Xbox. I got a video on my bike. Riding. I rode this morning before we started the show. Okay. So I, I was doing my thing. Okay, Dr. Paul, will you please, I've been waiting the whole show to say this. Can you give me a great wingman story? Let us let us feel good today. Yeah. Well, here's the one. The one sometimes the wingman, you don't know who the wingman is, but the wingman is covering your back or covering somebody's back. Not long ago in uh, New York City at the City College of New York, CCNY, in the mail room someplace in the physics department, somebody opened up a big box and it was a lot of money real bills. And there's a letter inside. And the letter came from was an anonymous letter from someone that said he went, he got his education in CCNY. He had done well in life. He majored in physics and mathematics and went on to have a great career, eventually earning a PhD in physics and astronomy. Who knows what he was doing? And he wanted to give something back to the school to gave him so much. So what they found was these stacks, 180 stacks. So 180 grand and 50 and hundred dollar bills in a kind of just a, uh, just a cardboard box that they said looks suspicious. It had said it's been sitting around for about a year because I guess this happened around the time of the uh, pandemic. pandemic. Started. Yes. So it was addressed just a box. They put it in the corner in the physics department, I guess they were probably closed. They didn't have classes. So if it's closed for a long time, so they come up, they, they going through this stuff, they go through it, see all this money, and they run it by the NYPD, the Treasury Department, to, to see if it's hot. And they say it's not. So what the, will happen now is that the tuition at CCNY in that department is about $7,500 a year. So the the person who contributed specified that he wanted it to go to help the tuition of those who are double majors in math and physics. So the plan is now to give it to two students for the next 10 years. That's wonderful. Now that's a wingman for you. And you know what? That's the next level of charity. When you don't tell people that you're doing it, that's the next level. Because a lot of people give a lot of stuff and they make sure you see it. Like I'm sure when they pass the plate at church, people want to see them drop a hundred in there. Yeah. They but don't know. The real, they don't, they don't know who it was, but they know it was mail from Pensacola, Florida. If that means. Yes. But it, the money was taken out of Maryland and it was taken out um, a little bit at a time. They traced the money and the bands and everything. And it's all legal. And it was done all legal. There was a real address. It doesn't have anything to do with the guy. And the name they gave was fictitious, but that's given back. And I bet you that person feels real good because he did something like that. That's wonderful. Dr. Paul. 
Yeah. Great story. Right. I hope everybody feels better after this show, because I sure do. Thank you once again, Dr. Paul Thompson, my friend. Thank you for your love, your time. And that's something that we won't ever get back. I want to thank all the listeners, too. Thank you so much for doing the show, Dr. Paul. We're jamming. Well, thank you, Mr. Drew, for inviting me on. Always good to talk to you. And ladies and gentlemen, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast or any of the podcasts. If you're looking at YouTube, uh, they say smash the like button. Don't smash it. Just press it gently and refer to use as a link to all your friends. You can also look at us on our website, wingmenshow.com, W-I-N-G-M-E-N, show, S-H-O-W.com, all together, wingmenshow.com. And we hope to see you in the future. Thanks again, Mr. Drew. Oh, you're welcome. And we're still floating like butterflies and stinging like bees. Rumble, you badass jet pilots, rumble. May there be peace on earth and goodwill towards all men and women.